Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to No Chaser. I hope you're ready to get down and get dirty. We talk about the things you need to hear. The world is never as it seems. Here we seek the truth within a world of lies. This is American culture, corruption, and conspiracy. Buckle up. There's power in the money and money in the power, minute after minute, hour after hour. The words of the late artist Leon Ivey Jr., you might know him by his rap name, of Coolio, Gangster's Paradise. But I think Coolio was on to something here. Money and power. Money and power seem to be recurring themes in American culture, corruption, and conspiracy. So, you know, it's one thing to sit up here on a microphone or in front of a camera and talk about all these conspiracy theories. Tell about the government lying here, they're lying there, the government's doing this. And nobody really believes you. Nobody wants to hear it. It's kind of tired at this point because every conspiracy theory just comes true, whether or not you're paying attention. But it's another thing if you are able to paint a motive. If you are able to draw out the timeline, really conclude to people the event that took place and the consequences therein. That's when you start to make believers out of people. That's how you red pill somebody. You show them an action and the consequence. So a wise man once said, do not judge a man by his actions. You judge him by the consequences therein. See, the human propensity to divide ourselves into left and right, right? So if I said, oh, the economy, the economy is shit, the leftist response is what? Trump. Oh, well, Donald Trump did this and Republicans did that and blah, blah, blah. Look at this chart that I just pulled out of my ass. That's how it goes. We divide ourselves into teams and nobody ever wants to be on the losing team, right? But if we became a collective, right, if we recognize that it was the people versus the government, the point is that it was the government that did these things. The government shut down small businesses. The government printed too much money. It doesn't matter what it was, whether it was Joe Biden or Donald Trump, whether it's Adam Schiff or whoever approves these bills. The point is, is that it was, it was the government that did these things. The government versus the people. It's been a recurring theme throughout human history, and it's happening right now in front of our very eyes. Now imagine if we, the people, stopped dividing ourselves like the te television tells us we should and recognize, for example, everybody knows, anybody that pays attention understands that Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself, right? Every American who wants to understand can understand that World Trade Center building number seven collapsed for no seemingly logical reason, right? Every American who pays attention to American politics understands that COVID-19 did not originate from bat soup in a live, in a wet market, right? And every, every American out there understands that, you know, AR-15s are on the bottom of the list of things that are dangerous to American citizens, but yet we are told the opposite. The television tells us the opposite, and therefore we bicker back and forth of who is right and who is wrong. But the point is, the facts do not align with what the government and media narrative is. If we do not learn from our mistakes, we are doomed. It will be the end of our nation. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Benjamin Geno. Welcome to No Chaser. Shout out to our in-house technical advisor, who is actually not with us tonight, but that's okay. Shout out to our executive producer, Daniel. Shout out to our super listener. We'll get to that, actually. <laughs> Before we take one step further, I want to say hello to the loveliest, the most beautiful. She told me not to objectify her on the podcast, but <laughs> she's just one fine. <laughs> <laughs>
Her name is Chase. She is my love. Chase, how are you? Hello, hello. I am doing great. Um, that was a nice attempt of not... Whatever, whatever, man. Um, <laughs> doing great. Uh, this is our first episode of Conspiracy Files. So this is part one of seven billion <laughs> of conspiracies. We're going to be diving into some conspiracies that have been called conspiracies and just genuinely aren't. And some conspiracies that still remain well, and yet okay, to be so, proven to the so public. Is, I want to clarify. You're talking about conspiracy theories, right? You're talking yeah. about things that people believe that haven't necessarily made it to the mainstream, right? And we have different ideologies when it comes to this. We have different philosophies when it comes to conspiracy theories and what I call the art of red-pilling people. Okay. Maybe. Please continue with Well, you never saying. asked. You never asked. You don't know what I think. Well... What I would consider a conspiracy is when you, it's when you conspire, right? Yeah. A conspiracy theory is I think these people are doing this. Yeah. But I believe that to wake the people up, I've told you about this concept of, uh, what, what do I call it? Uh, critical mass. Mm-hmm. To, to wake people up, in order to red people, you need to draw it out clear as day, show them exactly what happened. It's been proven, but they lied about it, that the government lied about it. And why mm-hmm. they lied about it? Um, I I don't fully agree with that. I think that's only one piece of if you want like the masses to wake up and actually do something about it. I think I think uh, uh, you know how people say, well, if you don't do something about this, don't worry, you're going to be next. It's going to be at your front door. They'll be knocking. Oh. I don't think people get activated until they're knocking. You know what I mean? Because it's not directly affecting that person. They're not going to be activated, even if they know the truth about something. I mean, come on. How much evidence was there that Jeffrey Epstein clearly didn't kill himself? That he literally had an island where he was sex trafficking children to no one? No. No, Jelaine Maxwell was sex trafficking children to him. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know... You know, and nobody on his island said anything. And, you know, the cameras went down when he suicided himself. The guards were asleep. The cameras went down. And and not only that, his pathologist, Dr. Michael Baden, came out and he said that his injuries, Jeffrey Epstein's injuries, were more consistent with homicide than they were with suicide. The evidence is there. It's all there. It's right there in front of everybody. If, like, anybody gave an ounce of a crap, they would find all these details and they would come to their own conclusion that, hey, we were lied to. And this is... That's kind of crazy that something like this... Uh, would be um, manipulated and, and lied to, or we would be lied to about something like this, right? But I don't see a mass protests. I don't see people, I don't see a revolution against the government or against the media or anything. Why? It's, it's not critical mass. Most people believe that he was suicided or, or killed rather than... But that's one small thing, and nobody looks deeper than that. People believe that, oh yeah, there was sex trafficking, sure. This was this was two people, but nobody understands the the uh, the uh, how extensive the list really is of his associates. Nobody understands what you understand. Nobody understands like how this ties into Tim Ballard and Hollywood and your celebrities and your media. I'm and- still going to disagree with you, but give me an example that you would think would we would reach critical mass. Well, should we get to current events first or should we get dive right I, in? I, yeah, sorry, we're diving. I'm curious. This, I'm, I'm genuinely curious because Ben and I talk all day long, every day. And we know like everything about each other and the way we think and whatnot. Oh, for the most part. about me, baby. Whatever, man. You know? Um, 
but no, I'm curious. And then we'll tr- tr- we'll fill you guys all in on the current events because obviously there's been a lot per usual. Going on? Oh my god. Okay, so something I would consider concrete, right? Concrete. Red pill people wake up. You were lied to. Why are you not outraged, right? Why are you not calling this out? Okay. Our own Federal Bureau of Investigation. Now, I don't mean to bore people with the Hunter Biden laptop story, but I I think I have a few details right here in front of me that most people probably (laughs) haven't heard. Yeah. Would you like to go down the timeline of exactly and understand exactly what happened with Hunter Biden's laptop? Perfect. This is this is going. We're diving into this topic. Hunter Hunter Biden's conspiracy theory of a laptop. Uh, Let's hear it. Okay. So as you know, October, I think it was like October 14th or something. The New York Post broke this right on Twitter. It was was the the original medium. Twitter censored it. Right. But let's backtrack. That's, That's what most people know is that Hunter Biden had a laptop. The New York Post published it. Twitter censored him. Okay, end of story. That's what that's what most people know. And you got to remember, we've talked about this to what 2% of Americans actually pay attention to politics and current events. <laughs> the rest of people have no idea. They have no idea. Yeah. So, to the 2% that listen. By the way, we've been hitting record numbers on this podcast. Did you know that? Really? Yeah. Heck yeah. Shout record. out to our listeners. Not a record, but it's it's upticking for Heck sure. Heck yeah. Um, I told you quality over quantity. Yes, sir. Anyway, listen. On my birthday of 2019, April 12th, 2019, Hunter Biden walks his drunk ass into a laptop repair shop. He When's your birthday? April 12th? 2009. Well, yeah, April 12th. Okay, so this was April 12th, 2019. Yeah. Okay. Walks into a la- laptop repair shop, says, please repair this. We know this to be true. We have the receipt from Hunter Biden. There it is. Look. The receipt is right here on the screen in front of you, dated 4-12-2019, signed R-H-B. That's Robert Hunter Biden. <laughs> There's the receipt for dropping off the laptop, right? He never comes and picks it up. He never comes and picks the thing up. So 90 days goes by. When he signs this, he, he forfeits his right to, after 90 days, it becomes property of the laptop, of the repair shop, right? This guy, Mac Isaac, or whatever it was. Yeah, Mac Isaac. <clears throat> from July until October of 2019. Remember, 2019. Dropped it off in April. July and through October 2019, uh, Mac Isaac, the laptop repair shop owner, is getting in touch with the FBI. He's trying to get the attention of the FBI. He's saying, I have this laptop. I've seen the contents of this hard drive. You need to see what this is all about, right? So he doesn't hear anything from, from, from the FBI. Doesn't hear anything, doesn't hear anything, doesn't hear anything, right? December 9th, that same year, they subpoena him. The FBI subpoenas Mac Isaac. Here we are, Exhibit B. This is all this is all documented, right? This is available for the for the public to see. FBI subpoenas him, right? And this is look, December 9th, 2019. You see the date. Yep. It says the subpoena for the Mac shop received on 12-9. John Paul Mac Isaac, right? It says on the subpoena. Bring the following one Apple MacBook Pro computer with the serial number listed and one Western digital hard drive with the serial number listed. Granted, Hunter Biden wanted Mac Isaac to back up his hard drive on an external hard drive. So he had he bought an external hard drive and said, back up my computer. What a creep. He didn't want to lose those pictures. So, okay. So fast forward 2020. Mac Isaac... <laughs> 
maybe he's a Republican, maybe he's a he's a free uh, what do they call it a, a, a truther, a free thinker. It doesn't matter what he is. He's an American citizen. He knows the FBI is sitting on these like pedophilic crackhead pictures of the president's son. And by the way, the text messages and shit, the WhatsApp messages with. Yep. He gets in touch with Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani gets a hold of this laptop, breaks it to the New York Post. The New York Post is censored on all medium. They Not only do they censor the New York Post, they censor anybody who shares a, sco- a scotch of this story, <laughs> yeah. which included the White House press secretary, Kelly McEnany at the time. Mm-hmm. They suspended her account for talking about... Which is insane because at this the the narrative that was being painted is Russian disinformation. Tell them about the what they uh, contacted the social media accounts with. Well, yeah. So the FBI, Jack Dorsey, and whatnot. So listen to this. Then this this is this is like almost the icing on top of it, right? This is just this is the the red pill right here. Prior to October, coming up to the 2020 election. The FBI reaches out to social media and tells them, be aware of hacked Russian information, right? Say that date again. Uh, I don't know the date of it. This, this was ahead of the, ahead of the election. Okay, yeah. So I guess this was like late summer of 2020. Yeah, so this, this, this came right after that whistleblower from China or whatever, wherever. He was speaking Mandarin. Yeah, you're right. And he broke the news September 24th of 2020, prior to... right. Before the election, right? That was from the Apple Media Group in a, a non-CCP-affiliated Chinese media organization out of, obviously, China. Yep, that was the first time I heard of it. September 20th. Literally, no one. I was a, We were, like, one of the first people to come across this information. Because I, th- I don't even know who was who portraying it. And all everything, the contents of that laptop was published on their website. Like, you could scroll and scroll and see everything. So, right after that, again, mind you, nobody's talking about it. Boom, what happens? Explain. They say, keep <clears throat> keep an eye out for Russian hacked information. So they told the social media companies. Watch out for Russian hacked information. Mm-hmm. So listen, that was the excuse from Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg. Yep. I forget who these CEOs are. That was their excuse to censor any information that came out targeting the, the opposition to Donald Trump, right? Mm-hmm. They, but but the the, the greatest part about that, though, the greatest part about that is that there never was any Russian disinformation. There never was another story. They knew it because they had the laptop. The FBI had the laptop, guys. They knew it. Yet they still reached out to these social media companies after seeing the contents of this laptop. And they said, saw that it was coming to a head, that it was overflowing, and they weren't able to contain this ahead yes. of the 2020 election. They said, oh, shit, Rudy Giuliani has this. Get in touch with the social media companies. Tell them we're going to censor this. Tell them to crush the story, right? And, you know, we already know that they lied. We now know for a fact. I've Beyond a shadow of a doubt, what I've laid out for you right here is proof beyond a shadow of a doubt that the FBI lied to the American people. They didn't just lie. They purposefully deceived us. Right. Knowingly lied. Right. Like using censorship and media manipulation. They utilized both of those things to deceive us. Okay. It gets way worse than that. Yeah. Keep going. So... Again, there never was another story. There never was like some other story that came out that was Russian disinformation. Because they knew, Giuliani has this, we got to squash it. 
So you get those with the 51 X intelligence officers, right? 51 X intelligence officers agree that it has all the all the earmarks <laughs> of Russian disinformation, right? Yep. And then I mean, I had the list. I had the list, but we're talking ex CIA, uh, you know, deputy director, director, NSA. Well, you know, you name the agency and the position. It was signed from these former intelligence officers, right? And granted, they're all former. Because they're not in jeopardy of anything, you, you know. Nothing. You, you're not holding the position anymore. You're um, what are they? You're uh, what are they're they call just it? utilizing What's their the, credentials. The, you retire and then you, you still get paid afterward. What do they call it? Pension. Pen, their pensions weren't at risk, right? Just left wing hacks that were willing to sign this. But in it, in the letter that they signed, <clears throat> they stated clearly. <clears throat> excuse me. That we want to acknowledge. That we do not know for a fact that this is Russian disinformation. <laughs> only that based to off save of, their asses. Only that based off of our expertise, this looks like Russian disinformation, right? Mm-hmm. But the media ran wild with it. The media went nuts. They <laughs> off to it. They loved it because oh, Rudy Giuliani's lying. It's Russian disinformation. Not only that, because it goes back to the 2016 bullshit about oh, he's a what is Trump it Russian. Yeah, Trump Russian collusion. collusion, right? I mean, these people are monsters. They are ghouls. They're just brainwashed. They're puppets. It's crazy. It gets even worse than that. So on October 19th, John Ratcliffe, right, the director of, uh, I'm sorry, the yeah, the director of national intelligence, goes on national television. I think no, I think this was one on a on, on congressional hearing. Says there was there is no intelligence to support that the latch laptop was Russian disinformation. Right. The following day, Jill C. Tyson, the FBI assistant director to, of congressional affairs, writes a letter in response to that statement saying, we have nothing to add at this time. Understand that she was in possession of the laptop. She knew damn well. So did John Brennan. So did uh, uh, Andrew Qu- or Chris Qu- Chris Cuomo. My tongue's not right here. CNN. No, no, no. Uh, Comey. Andrew Comey? Oh, yeah. Andrew Comey? Yeah. Um, Chris Ray, the sitting director of the FBI, who, by, by the way, denies to this day the authenticity of the laptop. <laughs> we know beyond a shadow of a doubt, we have concrete evidence, we have court records, we have receipts that they had possession of the laptop. They censored it on purpose. And, and you know, of course, we know that they lied. How, how are we supposed to believe that? They didn't go to like uh, Jack Dorsey and say, hey, we know this Hunter Biden laptop story is going to come out. We're going to say it's Russian hacked information. That's going to be your excuse. That'll be your scapegoat. You're in the clear. But we know that this specific story is going to break. We need you to say it was Russian disinformation. Capiche? Capiche. Yeah, and that checks out because not only that, these social media CEOs knew damn well what they were doing. It was proven. Who was that one man uh, where his wife was killed on the John on, on the Joe Rogan podcast? And he was talking about how um, they manipulate the algorithms was, uh, and censor. Robert, Ep- Robert Epstein. Robert Epstein. So he was he basically had an entire breakdown about how social media companies basically rig the algorithm and or use censorship, <clears throat> whether it be banning or uh, shadow banning, whatever it may be, of people who... Of, of uh, the Republican or conservative ideology so that our information from our side doesn't reach the masses. Basically, they control whether what information that 
the average person sees in order to sway their their vote. So these these social media companies have been corrupt, whether it's through threats, whether they're bought and paid for and they're utilized as puppets. It doesn't matter. These like they will follow suit with whatever the powers that be, the FBI, the government tells them to do. So, yeah, it could that conversation between the FBI and Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg could have been whatever whatever beyond your imagination i'm not done yet and Please. i know i know that you know we're beating a dead horse here but i'm not done yet because yeah. you need to know the extent yeah, these, of, of the corruption yeah, see, like, this, this is the breakdown of the quote-unquote conspiracies so Please. So October 27th, prior to the 2020 elections, Tony Bobolinsky, remember Tony Bobolinsky? Yep. Worked hand in hand with the Bidens. He was a liaison between business partners. Bobolinsky held a Q clearance, which is the top clearance in the nation, uh, uh, top intelligence clearance, right? Gives Tucker Carlson his entire uh, d- deposition, right? Tells mm-hmm. him everything. Yeah, he went on with him, did a whole interview. Right. And then he disappears. Nobody ever heard from Where this man again. Where did he again, go? Right? They buried it. They said it was, he, he's lying. It was proven that it was Russian They knocked on his door and said, if you say another peep, we're going to kill you and your whole family. So listen, uh, June 14th, now we're going into 2022. Like two years later, we're still after this laptop. And I'm going to tell you why in a second. June 14th, Ted Cruz goes up against the FBI Deputy Director, Paul Abbott. June 14th. 2022, you said? I believe, yeah, yeah, this is 2022. Yeah, you got to have the timeline. You got to have the dates. I should have wrote the, the year. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is 2022. No, 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 this is this year. June 14th of this year, right? Because we're talking about the FD 1023. So an FD, FD 1023 is a document. It's an FBI document. It's essentially a, um, it's uh, like, a, like a sworn testimony to the FBI. My love, would you look at the, the uh, our our uh, display screen here and read me the date of this FD ten twenty three? June thirtieth, twenty twenty. June thirtieth, twenty twenty is the deposition from the from the whistleblower, quote unquote, detailing everything that we already suspect suspected about Ukraine, about Hunter Biden, about the laptop, business dealings, so on and so forth, right? Abbott, the deputy director of the FBI refuses to answer any of Ted Cruz's questions. Refuses to answer the questions, right? Yep. Then we have... This isn't the first time. This is, um, So you saw that viral video where uh, Jean-Jean Karine Shapier, she's like ducking down in her seat because they're questioning her about the laptop. You saw that video. Yeah. Well, that, that, so that audio... They made memes out of her. <laughs> that audio was actually spoken to John Kirby, who is the um, national security... He's a... The head of the National Security Council, right? So the House Ways and Means Committee broke the WhatsApp messages. Have you you've heard those WhatsApp messages? Absolutely. I'm sitting here next to my father. This is to. Uh, the, I read those in, in September 24th of 2020. Yeah, right. I saw He's those that back, back, then. back and forth with CCP officials about exchanging money back and forth. He yes. says, I'm sitting here with my father. Blah blah blah. Like waiting for the phone call. Corinne Jean Pierre refuses to answer questions. Nobody John has. Kirby refuses to answer questions. The White House press secretary, when she was getting bombarded by five different reporters about the same questions. And she kept referring them to. She said, you need to talk to the White House counsel. You need to speak to Joe Biden's personal attorneys. Yep. This is the White House press secretary. So we all come, we come full circle because the one country that, that Donald Trump tried to investigate for corruption 
was the one country that Joe Biden leveraged his power against to get the prosecutor fired happens to be the one country that Joe Biden is now sending hundreds of billions of dollars to on, yeah. this, on a quote unquote war, right? Because, yeah. you know, it's such a war over there. You see these these uh, Kiev nightclubs and like the fast food places. Yeah. And uh, Zelensky on what? The cover of what was it? Vogue? I don't even know. He whatever. Was the People's Choice Awards or the Grammys or know. some shit. Um, so Chuck Schumer went on Rachel Maddow's show, right? And said, he was talking about how Trump was attacking the intelligence agencies. So you understand that the intelligence agencies, um, they have more of, not necessarily jurisdiction, but there are things that the president even is not privy to when, when it comes to like foreign and national intelligence, right? There are things that the president doesn't know about that happened in this country. Oh, like in the past? No, like current. Like there are current operations, current, you know, uh, uh, experiments, what what have you that happened with the NSA, the CIA. Yeah, um, I thought it was Security. like, you know, like Area 50. I don't even know. You know what? This country's creepy and all the secrets that they have are creepy. Continue. Go on. My point is, what I was saying is that Chuck Schumer was saying that Trump <laughs> needs to watch his step when he's trying to uncover corruption within the intelligence agencies. He said the intelligence agencies have, quote, six ways from Sunday of getting back at you. He's saying right there on national television, Rachel Maddow's show, don't mess with the intelligence agencies, even if you're the president of the United States. Yeah, ask John F. Ke- tell that to John F. Kennedy, JFK. So, I mean, really, it all comes full circle because and uh, I've played this clip before, but I want to play it again. Who gave these people the power to do that? You know, because I remember when I was in learning my, you know, uh, civics class and in high school and whatnot, we learned about the government. We learned about Congress, the legislative branch, the judicial branch, the executive branch. That's what we learned about. We didn't learn about that there's anything higher than that. Nowhere in the Constitution does it say we need a CIA or an FBI or, or any These of people bullshit, are freaking right? creepy. So they need to go. Uh, one minute long. November 16, 2016, two weeks after Donald Trump's victory, Joe Biden is on the phone with Poroshenko, his voice tenser now than before. This is getting very, very close. What I don't want to have happen, I don't want Trump to get in the position where he thinks he's about to buy onto a policy where the financial system is going to collapse and he's going to be looked to to pour more money into Ukraine. That's how he'll think about it before he gets sophisticated enough to know the detail. In other words, Biden does not want Ukraine asking for more money from Trump. Doing so would cause Trump to look into the details. So anything you can do to push the, the, the Pravat Bank uh, um, to closure so that the IMF loan comes forward I would respectfully suggest is critically important to your economic as well as physical security. Critically important for economic and physical well-being. So back to <laughs> the original the thesis statement, right? My introduction. Money and power, right? Why? You have to ask why. Why did they bury the laptop story? You know that they lied about it. But why? Why do they do it? Two reasons. One being more important than the, than the, the first one being more important than the second. Number one is that Joe Biden corruption with 
Burisma, with the CCP, with Ukraine, all of that. They can't have that out in the public because we're now sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. If it comes out that Hunter, that Hunter and Joe Biden are laundering money or in some way receive, that's a very, very thin line. Right? See, my question is, what deal did they make? But listen, the more important thing, the real prize, what they, what they went, what they, they said, forget about that. What we need, the real thing we need is for Joe Biden to become the president. Because this was ahead of the election, you know that any yeah. most people so that he say, could send the money. Not only that, because but once he controls the cabinet, once he has the DOJ, once he controls the FBI, once he is the president of the United States, none of that's going to matter because they're not going to investigate him. They're not going to you know try him. They're not going to do anything. He's the president. He runs it. That's their guy. They're not going to attack their own guy. And by the time he's not president, it won't matter anymore. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's that's something I'm thinking about because when we when we have these, you know, the DOJ, the FBI, say they were good guys, right? They need like a whole team, a whole subsection of that team because so much happens on a daily basis. We can hardly keep up. Just us two. You know? Uh, they need to look into the current events in, in one investigation that's present in present day they're not gonna go back in time and be looking through like jfk files right they need a whole subsection to like look through this stuff because you're absolutely right once he's not president anymore it's old news it's old news on to the next whatever chaos is happening you know what i'm saying but but answer me this what deal did they make what did or what what blackmail do they have the result is we we are sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. What what what's that about? I don't know. Because that's freaky. Well, that we're sending what's probably approaching 150 billion dollars mm-hmm. to Ukraine, and we're calling it a war with Russia. How, so, off the top of your head, you, you might not know this. See, this is why we need our technical advisor in house. Um, that was our fault, though. Uh, bad planning, but. Do you know how much it cost us for for other proxy wars? What's proxy war? No, we no, we've Which, spent we've spent I think we've spent more in <laughs> Afghanistan or I'm sorry. We spent more in Ukraine in like a year and a half than we spent in Iraq in like 20 years or something. Something crazy. That's I don't know what the top of my head, but it, it, it's, it's, it's it's you can't comprehend how much. And people, you know, when you look at government spending, you know, Billions here, billions there. Nobody really sits, stops and thinks about how much money that really is. And again, well, well we're also thirty-two, what thirty-two point five something trillion, trillion dollars like trillion, in yeah. debt. That's insane. A trillion. Those is, numbers is a are insane. Inf- and the thing is, those those dollars aren't backed up by anything. No, they're not backed it's, up it's, by. Go- it's, it's, a, it's not even a real number. They're at this imaginary. Point. It's, just, it's imaginary money that we do not have, and you can't just print it. Like, like we are just in a state of like it's 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 hard to wrap your mind around. So, so yeah, the intelligence agencies, <coughs> um, their survival depended on Joe Biden becoming president. Yeah, Joe Biden needed to be president for the globalist movement to put to move forward. Donald Trump, obviously a nationalist. Joe Biden, the puppet, the globalist. Collapse the economy. So 
let's let's sort of segue into like uh sort of new world or, or whatever you want to but Joe Biden's the president. He, obviously, our country is not doing any better than it was in 2020. That is a fact. We are doing worse than we were when Donald Trump was president. Objective truth, right? So when, if you, if so, if you were like on a great team, right? You're on a great sports team, or whatever, whatever the case may be. And all these shitty teams, they want to join join your team. They want to like join forces. Hey, let's become one big team. And no, like, and you're like, no, like we're the best. Why would we want to join? Yeah, team, right. But if your team is really shitty, or if your team is average at best, then you're a little more open to like, okay, we're not really significant. We're not really that much different from anybody else. Maybe we can join forces for the greater good. Right. That's what's happening to the United States right now. We were up here. They're slowly bringing us down. They're leveling the playing field of the world, right? We are becoming a pedestrian country. We are becoming not a superpower. That's a fact. Our military is declining. Our economy is declining. Um, our, our job market is declining. Our border doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're moving away from our, our founding father ideology. Government dependency, overall morale and culture is in decline. Feminism, transgenderism. These are objective truths. Yeah. So when you do that, when you bring a country down to the level of, you know, Canada or, you know, whatever European country, you know, we're not a superpower anymore. We have. We lost our morale. We lost a lot of things. And that goes into bringing in a new world order. Because Americans, we won't see anything special about being American anymore. No, they want to eliminate that. Right. They don't want anybody to feel special, no country to feel special, no country to be a right. superpower. John Lennon said, imagine there's no country. Imagine mm-hmm. no religion, too. Or whatever it was. Not That wasn't verbatim, but that's what he said. Yeah. And that's where we're at. Yep. They're trying to destroy this country so that you will accept a world government. Yeah. See, uh, so that's perfect. Uh, what's been going on today? Or what happened yesterday? So today is July 27th. Yesterday was July 26th. And what happened was like the first, you know, open Congress hearing to UFOs, right? Yeah. There's this whole UFO meeting. Well, okay, never mind. I was going to wrap it up. Say one thing about critical mass before I go into that thing. Remember how we got into this conversation? We were talking about critical mass, and you think that the Hunter Biden laptop, if everybody knew that information, that we would all, you know, come together. Revolt, but that's certainly a red pill moment. That would certainly make normal people who are, you know, lean left, maybe your your traditional liberals. No, it won't. Say, hmm, that's that's kind of sus. Like maybe I need to like go down the rabbit hole. But how? But the thing is, I don't even think that they would be willing to listen to that any of that information at all right now, period, because they've adopted the ideology that, oh, if the second you mention Hunter Biden, he's a private citizen. He's a private citizen. Like, shut up, conspiracy theorists. They're not willing to listen. It's too late. When So what I've learned is that when something like this happens, you need to be so on top of it because you need to present what we just presented just now, where you just majorly presented. Well, the obvious question. Immediately. All of this needs to be presented immediately before the left-wing media uh, forms their the leftist ideology belief. 
because that's what happens. They form their belief for them and then they parrot it. It's too late for that topic. So the next time a topic like this, this forms. So again, the UFO thing, right? Nobody's really painted a timeline for that. I, I did because they did, they set my alarm off in 2020 when I was on high alert against the media. Uh, because it was April 27th of 2020 in the peak COVID, right? Peak COVID. All of a sudden they, they decided to throw out the Pentagon decided to declassify three UFO videos from the U.S. Navy, from U.S. Navy pilots. And they show these videos and whatnot. And there was a thing at that point. At that point in time, people were like, look, oh, wow. Like, yeah, well, peak COVID, like nobody cares, you know? Nobody cared. Like they did, but they were also like, wow, your timing is in sarcastically, your timing is impeccable. Like we're in the middle of a mass destructive pandemic and you want to de now you want to declassify, right? But it was a big thing. April 27th, 2020. Yeah. Think about that timeline, right? So then a lot of other things went viral, but slowly and then quickly, slowly and quickly crumbled in virality. But it keeps my interest because from a psychological standpoint, you're, you're implanting this, not only implanting this in the subconscious, but you're also slowly desensitizing, slowly desensitizing because the shock factor slowly wears off the more and more times this occurs and the quicker, quicker frequency in which it occurs in, right? So then it was June 15th, 2020. So April, May, June, what, two months later? Uh, they're, they were saying, oh, more than 30 extraterrestrial civilizations are found in our galaxy. And that was also like a minor thing. It wasn't huge, but people were like, what the heck? What the heck's going on? June 24th, 25th, tons of UFO sightings all across social media being shown in Miami and Houston. Yep. Miami and Houston. That was, and that was circulating everywhere. Uh, July 23rd, a month later, the Pentagon's UFO unit will make some pu uh, findings public. So now they're talking. They're yeah, slowly yeah, planting that, that they were seed. They showing the black and white, like, uh, like it looked like a um, spinning top or a thimble or whatever. Where? When? The, bl the black and white video. That's when That's when I was like super yes. mainstream. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That, that was April 27th when okay. the Pentagon released those three yeah, yeah, U.S. Navy. Exactly. Yeah. So that was a more impressionable moment. That was like a big, big banger. So these these are more like fluff, what, well, I'm, I mean, what I'm telling you. I mean, footage, but continue. Right, but exactly. So, what I'm telling you right now is more fluff until the next one. Um, so Pentagon's good hunting department's not this. Okay, wait, wait, oops, what? Wait, off-world vehicles not made from this earth. That was July 24th, and the U.S. defense officials briefed again. This is fluff, fluff. But then the next big one, because there's two big ones, and then a bunch of fluff in between. I was just giving you an example. The next big one was the monoliths. And most people remember the monoliths. You yeah. know, it first occurred in where? Utah? Yeah. Monolith appears in Utah, November 18th of 2020. November 26th, mon monolith appears in Romania. December 2nd, in California, et cetera, et cetera. December 7th. Um, in November 18th. That's a strange time to, to do this. Yeah. Well, so I was in the heat of the, uh, you know, the presidential, like, yeah, tension. Exactly. Well, you know, the commoners need a more exciting story than the elections not being figured out right yeah. so that's that was viral right because i i know on my timeline everyone well, was I remember, talking about I think, it I, I knew as soon as i heard about it that it was like an art it was like an art thing right no only one of them was one okay. of them was like a prank 
It was like somewhere, it was after the Utah thing, but it was inexplainable and there was no footage of whatever, blah, blah, blah. And uh, then um, January 12th of 2021 was the last big thing before right now, which was the CIA released UFO Black Vault documents early. Like Trump released them before he was, you know, um, he was a goner. He was sworn out. So he he made sure to release those black volt and then boom, silence, radio silence for a very long time until right now. What I'm saying is when we're talking about media manipulation, the reason why I was keeping my eye on this so much is because, you know, that's how I was able to predict what was the events that were going to occur during during COVID is because of how the media subconsciously and slowly desensitized us us to this and um um made us accept it and make it just made it happen so this is kind of like an intertwined conspiracy with with ufo and the utilization of media manipulation and how effective it is on our willingness to accept so as i'm listening to the this uh late um yesterday this ufo hearing they're talking about you heard one part and you kind of broke down because here, you explain your side, and then I'll explain. Well, I mean, I, I didn't watch the entire thing. I, I don't really. So the UFO thing is something I don't really pay attention to. Chase finds it absolutely fascinating. I find it boring as hell because personally, I don't believe in aliens. I don't either. Well, I, that, that, I, that's my reason for not finding it interesting. Can I just defend myself really quick? Absolutely. I find, I find it interesting because Chase I Chase does not believe in aliens. For I record. I think it's um a way to manipulate us again and take advantage of us and i'm trying to figure out how and why so in my opinion it's, it's always a distraction it's always some fluff it's always like some bullshit it's like what I, I have better things to be paying attention to i don't know what you're trying to do with this but i'm looking over here not in the skies so anyway with this congressional hearing yesterday this guy i don't even know the, i think i had mr graves Gruths. i don't know what, pull it up real quick something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think intelligent extraterrestrials. Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness, like how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was Rep- Representative Nancy Mace, who's part of the House Oversight Committee, and uh, apparent whistle- would-be whistleblower, I should say, David Grush, or Grush, Grush, probably. And he says, she asks about, you know, you found this UFO, did you find the pilots that piloted this thing? And he said, we found non-human biologics. Non-human biologics. And he says it with a shitty grin on his face, right? You want to see the face of somebody who's bullshitting 
Look at that guy's face when he talks <laughs> about non-human biologics. Let me see it really, again really so what, quick. What, what, what does that mean? You, what, you found bird poop on the windshield? What is non-human biologics? He knew damn well that there wasn't no alien pilot behind the wheel of an, of an alien aircraft. But he knew he was under oath. That's why he said what he said. Sorry. I just wanted to see his shit eating grin. Um, I missed out. Anyway. Yeah. So she's, you, no, you, she's, you, she specifically asked about the pilots, right? Did you find the pilots? He dodged the question. He found, he said, yes, recovered from the scene. He, he did say yes. So, so what, what advantage would these intelligence agencies have with keeping the evidence from not only just the American people, but the entire world? Like what rash that there's no, rhyme or reason unless these intelligent unless these aliens came down to earth and went to our government and said don't give any evidence that we exist otherwise we're going to annihilate your planet unless like, they other are than the that, aliens other than that there's no reason you're right about that that's a good, very good point there's Why, no reason what, what reason would you have to withhold the information exactly i mean if you had the especially since we have uh joe biden as president and all and like the culture of america right now it would be in their best interest to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt that they found aliens in an alien spacecraft, right? Because in my opinion, that would disprove the theory of creation. Yeah. That would disprove Christianity in my book. Yeah. Right. But it they don't have anything. That's why they don't show you anything. That's why they say, oh yeah, we found non-human biologics. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm going to start referring to trannies as. It's a non-human biologics over here. <laughs> Yeah, and well, we need a at the end of this podcast, we'll go into what's been happening the past two weeks because this is the conspiracy files episode. But you still need to stay informed. Just a couple notes, but obviously one of them is about well, so trans. Do you have more of your UFO time? Well, basically, what I wanted to say is one thing that I don't know what the motive or incentive would be, but because of that slow ramp up, right? I saw all of these people on all across social media being like, oh, like, oh, the government's probably sad that like, we don't care. They're saying, oh, look at aliens. There's aliens. And they're like, so I'm like, yeah. And like, they're like, oh, the government wishes that we had a better reaction and whatnot. No, I don't think that's the case. I think, I think this is just more proof that, that, psychological theory works that if you slowly and slowly boil that frog in in lukewarm water and boil it they'll stay there till they die that we got to the point where we don't if they go on in in congress and talk about all these findings that there's ufo and aliens right that they exist they just proved that they exist right that we just don't care so they were able to effectively desensitize us to the point where we're just like eh, shrug it off anyway another day well i mean there's something to be said about our generation well, that's for my sure. also my question is what else have they are they and are going to be desensitizing us to i mean at that at this point you could you could probably probably desensitize people to child sex trafficking you really took that from zero to a hundred. Well, think about it. You know, we obviously know that there's child labor. It's it's slavery in yeah, other absolutely. countries. Yet people still buy Nike. 
people still sponsor Nike and they don't cancel those true. cancel people, those athletes. People know that their clothes were made by literal slaves. And they like still child buy it. They say, I don't care. Because bro. it's normal. It's like, oh I need my Air Force. It's just it's just a human my, phenomena. You know, whatever. It's Jordan's. I don't, you know, I don't even yeah. know what shoes are out anymore. Yeah, so <laughs> a long time since I bought I actually did buy buy a pair of Hey Dudes, which are made in China. God only knows. Probably a child made But them. do you see what I'm saying? They were able to dis- it's to the point where people literally still buy the products made by child labor, but, slave labor, literal. Hand to God, I haven't bought a Nike product since I found out about the Uyghurs. Really, the, yeah. the Uyghur I have not Muslims? bought a single Nike, Nike product since then. Yeah, so but, um, that was my point with the well, whole UFO okay, stuff. Well, 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 we're not done with UFOs, not by a long shot. Why? Well, first of all, Operation or Project Bluebeam. Project Bluebeam. But also Project, what was it? What, what was that guy talking about earlier? It, was, it wasn't Project Bluebeam. It was Project... Blue Book? Blue, like Star or Sky or... Blue. Oh. I don't know if you so sent me the link. There are, so, okay. So, uh, was it Orson Welles? HG, yeah, Orson Welles. He did, the tele, he did the radio broadcast of the War of the Worlds, right? I you heard don't about this. remember. Are you, are you not familiar with this? No. The, okay, so it was a radio broadcast in the 1930s. Okay. So War of the Worlds. You've seen War of the Worlds. It's one of my favorites with uh, the newer one with Tom Cruise. War of the Worlds. Come on, girl. The one that we watched together? Yes. With, with the, the weird... Yeah. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. Give me one detail of that movie. To I don't know. Uh, the giant robots with the long legs to go pew, pew, blow stuff up. Yes. Okay, perfect. That's fine. That's good enough. Okay. <laughs> But he did a a sort of like radio rendition of like sort of narrating if that were to happen in real life. Yeah, it was like, like a read aloud, basically. I, 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 it's been a long time since I listened to any of the broadcasts. But anyway, people freaked out. People yeah. were listening to this because he was so compelling. He read it in such a way. They thought it was they actually happening. They literally thought this was happening. And people were freaking out. Yeah. There was mass pandemonium. <laughs> yeah. Panic. And mind you, this is before TV. So they're not like seeing him. They're, they're, they're just listening to him on their radios. Yeah. And they have no idea. Like everywhere is small town, right? Yeah. Um, Good times. But that's how easy it is to radicalize people. Yeah. If you're compelling enough. But listen, there is a theory, and it's not my theory, but it is a, not widely accepted, but there is a theory out there of holograms, right? Yeah. So we talked about holograms earlier earlier, earlier today. Um, you've seen holograms. Hologram technology exists, right? Yeah, but we never really see it in like entertainment. You don't see it in like theme parks or used on television or like the Grammys or anything like that. Yeah, but hologram technology exists. Why do we not see a lot? It seems like a fantastic uh, movie prop. Well, movie prop or en- entertainment uh, sort of thing. Fireworks, you know, Las, any Halloween. Las Vegas, they just built this big sphere. I don't know how much it costs, but it's ugly compared to what they could have done with holograms. You've seen the billboards, the moving billboards, like the shark. Yeah, and like Japan or Asia, somewhere in Asia. The crazy entertainment stuff out there. Holograms is one of them, but you don't see any holograms. Why? Well, um, this, this is Ben's this is, theory. This is my theory, but the, the, it goes into the theory that so 1997, it's alleged that they ran the hologram uh, simulation. This was in Arizona. Uh, between the Arizona, over top of Phoenix, the Arizona and Nevada border, 1997 in March. 
tens of thousands of people saw clear as day UFOs hovering slowly in a formation over the over the Nevada and Arizona skies. People to this day will tell you about it. It happened in nineteen ninety seven. I just can't they, get over the fact that you said Nevada and then Nevada. So like which one is it? I said Nevada. Yeah. That doesn't sound like me. We'll we'll, we'll throw it back. But yeah, if, you, if did. you ever see if if I ever say Nevada, you need to kill me because I'm a If you ever say Nevada again, I'm going to kill you. It's Nevada. Anyways, Han, they were over Nevada. <laughs> All right. Nef- ne- whatever. They tested. Shut up, the holo- boy. They tested the holograms. <laughs> they tested the hologram operations. I think. What year beam. was this? Nineteen ninety-seven. You can look it up. This is wait. This is on Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. They tested the holograms, this. and it was wildly successful. It was very, very successful, right? So the theory is they are going to use this, the holograms. They're going to shoot them into the sky. But within these holograms, within these projections of UFOs, there will be actual military aircraft. And these actual military aircraft, now disguised by the holograms, will begin using real ballistics on American cities and towns, causing real damage. And that will inflict absolute panic among the American people. We are under attack by aliens. And you know, you, you never let a... Uh... See, so... What, 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 the, you, know, you never let a... Emergency, what is it? Catastrophe? You never let something go to waste, right? Yeah. The people will look to the government for a solution. Yeah. See, I don't know how much I believe about that theory because... Uh, well, it's an insane theory. Don't well, get me wrong. Well, I, I listened... When I was a little kid, I listened to Bob Lazar. I'm talking about... I was young and this stuck with me for, forever. Bob Lazar came out and he said that he was working in area, either Area 51 or something like that, right? And he was describing this technology and how it's it's just nothing he's ever seen before. Like, it's it obviously... It, it even had... Um, I know we're... we're we can go deep into these conspiracy. No, Time is just flying. Yeah. But um, just that it, 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 was a, it was alien technology. And he described how these aircrafts moved and how they used... Um, how they didn't use anything to propel it. They just basically used gravity to propel it. Or not even gravity. I don't even know what it was. Well, they were talking about how it dove into the water at the same speed it was going above the water. Yeah. Well, it can move anywhere. Like backwards. For, we don't need. They don't need fuel or, you know, all of that to move it. I'm telling you, I was a little girl. This was back in even my old house. So I was very young. And I was just so fascinated by him because I could just tell that he was being for real. Everything about him. Like... And I, I'm pretty good at reading people and understanding it, whether they're lying or not. I tested really high in that on, on emotional intelligence test. So I can tell you that, at least in my mind, he's legit. And, Lucky uh, me. <laughs> yeah, I know. I could, tell, I could tell a liar like that because they don't move certain parts of, her fa- of their face. But um, <sighs> I yeah. did not eat three eclairs today it doesn't matter you what it's, it's it's a micro expression you're good you're even psychopaths are incapable of controlling their micro uh facial expressions um but the technology of essentially what he was describing in my mind i'm like okay listen that doesn't sound impossible to create 
as human beings. I understand that it's beyond any measurement, but there are geniuses out there, Phys- uh, phys- uh, physicists, physicists, and just beyond our normal average understanding, right? Just for the record, I think physics is by far the most interesting field of study. Physics? I loved oh, yeah. physics. Physics was fun. But... Minus astrophysics, which I think is a waste of time and money and resources. I never took that. So I don't know what you're talking about. But You have no reason to have taken astrophysics, but continue. Um, so, in my mind, I think about, you know, the the atomic bomb, right? They made the atomic bomb and it was boom like they blew it up and now everybody has freaking nuclear weapons all across and nobody should have a nuclear weapon like that's just like common nuclear weapons no i know because the government does if if anybody else in the country has a like if nobody had nuclear weapons i would say like okay just don't invent it like just don't let it happen so i think they learned their lessons they made it an atomic bomb and then you know other countries all across the world learned how to make this learned the technology of it and who's to say that they didn't learn their lesson from that and just created these spacecrafts and just kept it to themselves and say, oh, it's aliens. Oh, we landed on the moon. We landed on the moon. And now there's alien spacecrafts that have been visiting and whatnot. Space and it's craft. not man-made and whatnot. Well, well they could they could have easily just uh, the same said, oh, no one made that bomb, that atomic bomb. Like what? it was an alien. An alien dropped an atomic <laughs> yeah. bomb. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we would believe it because no such thing exists to our knowledge. One of the biggest pieces of propaganda in American history. Exactly. Is the idea of the space shuttle, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't mean to be so like shoot it down so fast, so dreary about it. And I mean, people that listen, if you've followed me on TikTok or whatever, you know, I don't believe in aliens and it's not because I'm shallow minded or I'm not open minded. I believe that God created the heavens and the earth. I believe what happened in the Bible and scripture word for word mm-hmm. for aliens to exist. Evolution would have had to have occurred and evolution did not occur. That's not only that's not only is that my, my macro evolution, my spiritual belief, but that's also my scientific belief. Yeah, same. So that's why I don't believe in aliens. That's why I don't believe in alien spacecrafts and spaceships and UFOs and invaders from another world. I just think it's it's just malarkey and it's just a, a distraction from anything else. I don't think the new world order will be ushered in via UFOs. I think I don't know what the purpose is for sensationalizing stories about UFOs and non-human biologics yeah i think that would be a last minute backup plan but i don't think they're that that sloppy i still to this day and i will say it again and i'll say it again and i'll say it again that i believe that the new world order will be ushered in in the name of climate change um i'm going to admit something to you and then i'm going to ask you what you're drinking okay i ate three eclairs today (laughs) from where i bought them yesterday from the grocery store and last night, you I didn't forgot. even show me. Well, I know last night I forgot we even had them. So I had these in there during the day. Went for my dessert at night. Forgot where they were in there. Never even had. I rediscovered them this morning. I was like, oh my God. <sighs> Ate any Claire for breakfast. Came in. It was been a hot day out there. Been out in the wood shop. Came for lunch. Had another Claire. <laughs> I'm going to tell you guys a secret. And just before the podcast, I, I had wanna, a third Claire. I, I don't even want to. You know not what? ashamed. Keep that to yourself. I don't even want to hear this anymore. They're delicious. Honestly, I prefer if you just hid that for me. Okay? Because Ben has a sweet problem. 
I hot if there's some sweets that I actually like want to eat because I don't I don't eat sweets right away like I need to like crave them which is rare but I know you're not a sweet eater. but if it's there I'm uh, like which I know it's fine. there I want to eat it I don't care about that. I literally got like twelve Girl Scout boxes of cookies not really? only this is where you're going? not only Ben but our technical advisor oh our technical advisor is guilty was going ha- I. I'm Listen, not even huge on all, every cookies. single box except for like three were gone. Look, I like the s'mores ones. We're gone before I had a um, cookie. And the Samoas. I like the Samoas too. So I have about, so I ordered another batch and I have about eight hidden. Eight Just, boxes? Yes. What? Yeah. There's eight boxes of Girl Scout cookies in the house right now? Yeah. Any s'mores? Don't worry about it. You're kidding. You, you swear. Do you swear that you ate three eclair? eclairs without even me knowing that they existed i just said i did why would i lie okay so yeah why would i lie yeah there's, there's eight boxes of girl scout cookies in this house right now yeah okay uh-huh oh i'm gonna find them no you won't oh i'm gonna find them girl no you won't Guaranteed. look, I, I, look <coughs> anyway <laughs> what you drinking <laughs> i am drinking jameson on the rocks because i'm a grown man what are you drinking i'm having tito's and ginger ale with ice cubes. You need to pull out your DMs because we have a prize to give away. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. On the last podcast, we said that if you messaged one of us and told us your favorite part about the podcast, that we would get you two free tickets to the Sound of Freedom. And ding, 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 we got a w- ourselves a winner. I'm a little offended that the first DM wasn't to me. It was to Chase, but it that's okay. It was to me. None other than Dakota J. Shout out. She said, my favorite part about the podcast is how beautiful Chase looks every time you post. Blue heart. Also, I love how you both speak your minds and are on the side of the American people. You represent the definition of what patriots should be. Keep speaking the truth to the good Americans who need to hear it. Sort Boom. of a general, generic kind of uh, what's your favorite part of the podcast. But we'll take it because she's a yep. viewer, at least. She at least yep. watches. And she agrees how fine you are. <laughs> so, Dakota, thank you for DMing us. Shout out. First, you get the two tickets to go see Sound of Freedom. Is it even still in theaters? Um, I think in some select theaters, yeah. Because okay. I've had someone just recently watch it. But if not, we'll figure out something. We'll give you a prize. And make sure you DM, DM us back and let us know how you uh, how you liked the sound of freedom. But um, yes, so fantastic. Moving right along, should we get into uh, this is the conspiracy episode. It is. We we got a roll. I mean, we should we need to talk about should we talk about like healthcare and food or should we talk about AI? I think you should hit quickly on healthcare and food. Well, healthcare and food. I mean, well, back to what I was saying in the very beginning of the podcast, everybody knows we're being poisoned by our own uh, food companies. The food companies, yeah. all it's, it's what it's like 10 different brands and like BlackRock and Vanguard own a stake in a majority stake in most of them. Yeah. Um, poisons like what red number two yellow number five fluoride they dump fluoride in our water you know yeah. 0.7 parts per million which is okay 0.7 milliliters 0.7 milligrams per liter is how much fluoride they put into our drinking water they put fluoride into our drinking Yay. water on purpose and they say it's to prevent tooth decay 
right? Yay. Okay. So why don't they put something in our water to prevent heart disease? Uh, because they're full of shit. They're poisoning you. They're giving you cancers. They're rotting your brain, your uh, pineal gland. Um, just uh, you know what I would like to see, Dad. You just made me think of something. Sorry. What? So, you know how they paint, you know, our founding fathers' time era, right? With all the nasty yellow teeth. It's like all that. Yeah, apparently, George Washington had wooden teeth. Yeah, all that. I don't know how that worked. But like, have we actually seen the picture? I mean, all their portraits, even the ones that are painted, are them. No one's smiling ever. They don't smile. Like, do they actually have rotting teeth, or is that just like some BS? But uh, you know, Probably, I don't know because they came from England, and English people are notorious have notoriously have bad teeth. Well, yeah, I guess. But they're also like coffee and tea drinkers, and who knows and what else? Wine. I don't know. And, and you know, they didn't, have, they didn't have great stink. medicine. So I mean, if you had to get a if you had to pull a wisdom tooth or something, that was like life or death. Oh, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Ignore that. Complete side note. The day I had my wisdom teeth pulled, best drugs I've ever done in my life. The little thing they put over top of your nose, nitrous oxide, I think it is, laughing gas. How is that the best? It just knocks you out. I remember it was like eight o'clock in the morning. And I remember thinking it is too early for me to be this fucked up. And I remember trying to fight it. I told myself going in, like before I even sat down, I'm going to fight it as long as I can. And I did. I fought, I put, put, I fought the good fight. And it was maybe 15, 20 seconds. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's the best ever. <laughs> Don't do drugs. Only if you're going under for surgery. Yep. But I haven't even scratched the surface here. Um, yeah. Because they're, they're poisoning us with, with fluoride. We know this to be true. Um, sperm counts are at, at, at astronomically all-time lows. You know, SSRIs, you know, 1 in 10 Americans, listen to this, 1 in 10, 37 million Americans right now, right now, as you're listening to this, 37 million Americans are on an SSRI antidepressant or otherwise mood stabilizer. <laughs> that is more than 10% of the American population. 1 out of 10 people if you're sitting in a classroom with 30 people, at least three people are on something that alters their state of mind. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. Because they have a mental health problem and they take a prescription drug from the pharmaceutical companies for it. Yeah, it's really messed up. One out of ten. If you're sitting in a traffic jam, look to your left, look to your right. Chances are somebody within your vicinity is on an SSRI. Yeah. Or, or, or whatever. But they will deny, hand over fist, that we have a mental health problem in the United States. Yeah. For two reasons. Number one, it, it, it gives them the scapegoat of guns for mass shootings. Mm -hmm. And number two, because leftists are obviously mentally deranged. People don't know whether or not they should chop their own dicks off. Yeah. But that's why, that is why they deny that there's a mental health problem. Because American culture is declining. Because pharmaceutical companies are getting rich, and because leftism is a literal brain disease, and to address mental health, you would, if we really took mental health seriously, there wouldn't be any leftists. Yeah. Did you see a study? I didn't fact check this, but did you see this? It came across like my uh, like my feed. Higher testosterone levels lean conservative politically. I guarantee it. When they injected testosterone into men. 
Yeah. They changed from liberal to conservative. It you, makes sense. Well, it makes sense, but I need to I need to fact check that before I spew it. Before I spew it out of here on the microphone. Um let's see, what do we got here? Uh sperm count dying. We're just like, oh, whatever, you know, it's no big deal. Like it just is what it is, right? Sperm count less has dropped by more than 50%. What, what, what the, did Alex Jones say? They're making the frogs gay. They're making the frogs they're, gay. But what were they putting in there? Because it also reduced the sperm count. Um, and, and so much so that it actually even made like them starting to develop estrogen. Was it just estrogen? Oh, well, yeah. Women are dumping their yeah. uh, birth control down toilets. That's, that's what I was going to say. The- so when you said the amount of people that are on SSRIs, I wanted to put in perspective how many women are on birth control. Right. And not only that, it's not only just like, you know, when they, you know, go to the bathroom, when they pee, whatever this, that's going into the water. How effective are, are our filtration systems? You know, because even when you get drugs from the pharmacy, they always say never flush them down the toilet. Don't flush them down the toilet. I forgot to mention, I'm just, I'm, we don't need to comment on this, but I forgot to mention the FBI whistleblower for the Hunter Biden laptop has been indicted by Biden's GOA, DOA. The whistleblower that did the FD 1023 has been indicted in the past couple of weeks by Biden's Department of Justice. Anyway. Is that the, that's the, the repair guy? No, 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 no. The whistleblower, the FBI whistleblower. I was talking about. Oh, that was yeah. talking about uh, on a FARA violation. Wow. Anyway, he's going to offer himself in prison, probably. You know, and then you get to like the. OK, we're talking about healthcare. Um, You know, you're allowed to put no sugar when you're using aspartame which is a known carcinogen you are we we had the whole oxycontin thing where like people got absolutely filthy rich prescribing oxycontin knowing how addictive it is painkillers not only that for the vietnam veterans for our veterans who came back because they were giving them these types of drugs and whatnot they came back were addicted to these drugs then big pharma said said no like you're you know you're addicted to these highly addictive drugs extremely addictive and cut the them off cold turkey and do you know what it's an opioid they, these are opioids we're right. talking about okay what's an opioid heroin heroin right so if they can't go to the pharmacy and get their drugs that they are that they were hooked on because they were in the military and the military was giving them these types of drugs they come back to the united states after you know the war come back get cut off where do they go heroin just and they knew that they know this they're not stupid you understand that it's and it's not only that like these you get these vicodin vicodin norco percocet percocet it doesn't so when there's actually codeine and actually code cotton codone when i had a appendicitis and they took my appendix out have you ever taken a prescription pink Yes, because I mean, you'd be, be candid right now. I was just telling you right now. I said after no, my, I mean like recreationally. No, never. Good. Never. Literally, I hate them. Like beyond any, because I had to take them after my wisdom teeth. I took like two. I absolutely hated it. Hated, despised. And then I had to take it again after uh, my appendix removal. They removed my appendix. I had to take it again. Absolutely despised. So no, absolutely not. Um, but for other people, it is so highly addictive that even just like one, uh, bottle, you know, how you have to finish your prescription, gets them hooked. Just one bottle. That's actually a lot, but 
well, you're supposed to take one in the morning, one at night, you know, every 12 hours. Right. For pain. Well, again, so... Th- one prescription bottle can get someone hooked for life. For life. No, th- for life. So, first of all, addiction changes your brain chemistry forever. If you are, if you become addicted to something, your brain chemistry is is changed for. There's no going back. Just like, and it goes for any addiction, whether it's alcohol or opiates or even like something like nicotine or cigarettes. If you become addicted to vaping or smoking cigarettes, you will never. And this is scientifically proven. This isn't my opinion. You will never be not addicted to that anymore. See, I'm so, this pisses me off so much because a lot of the time it's no one's jobs. It's not the doctors to find this pattern. The doctor's job is to treat. It's not the life insurer's uh, job to point out that this is happening. They think it's the doctor. It doesn't matter. Say you're in an office, you know, it's your job to do, you know, the leasing to get contracts signed. And... Uh, you give it to the re- you give papers to the receptionist. You put it in for them to scan, but you don't tell them to scan it. So now they're just sitting there. Nobody knows what the hell these papers are meant to do. It falls through the cracks. If the government's going to use our tax dollars for anything, it should be for shit like that to p- pick out our failures. So when they suggest solutions, when Big Pharma gives gives us a solution, oh this. These pills, these depressions, we should have people being able to catch where we're falling short. But that job doesn't exist. Because it's all on purpose. Well, it goes so much deeper than that. And people people will blame capitalism. Right? Oh, my gosh. I can't stand those people. They're so 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 ugly. What is your your (laughs) argument for that, though? To blame capitalism? If it's it's not profit-driven, you know. The education system. I blame the education system. For for the failure of no, of so well, but why though? What 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 is? But if it's if, because the motivation for all this is money, and if you got if capitalism wasn't a thing, none of this would be happening with the healthcare system. Then the motivation would be survival. What do you mean? What? Like the, re- the, the reason that pharmaceutical companies or, oh. or food companies poison people and par- pharmaceutical companies make money off of it is because they make money. Well, they play a part. I think they play a part in the New World Order. And, and uh, That's and what I'm asking. What is, the, what is their part? Zombifying us. Completely. You know, I, I freaking hate when people get on antidepressants and or anxiety medicine. There are treatments other than that. Other than that. And, and you know, life is all about your perspective on it. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to sound like a pull yourself up by your bootstraps type of person, but honestly, at the end of the day, that's what it is. You know, uh, life sucks for all of us. Okay? I don't think life sucks. No, what? Li- I'm saying, has your life ever sucked? I've always been a glass half full kind of guy. Always. My entire life. Boom. Well, then that's perfect. Then you never needed to learn this lesson. But for a lot of people, life sucks. Yeah, it's hard. You don't want to go up. You don't want to wake up. You don't want to go to work. Or, oh, you know, your your dog passed away or, or your loved one passed away or any of this. You don't see, see a purpose. Everything's a drag. Everything's there are people a drear. That would kill. There are people that would kill for your life if you think your life sucks. There are people that would literally people- kill their own brothers and sisters to have your life. I am aware of that. Not, not your specifically, the listener. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were talking to me. No, I was gonna say I'm 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 well aware of that, 
but the thing is <laughs> but the but there's a thing, the thing there's a thing there's also the thing where there's someone who's homeless who has nothing at all who wants nothing who wants nothing to do with my life exactly happy as a clam and big pharma takes all of those outliers and throws them out the window and says no it's it's uh the here's your cure take this pill every morning so when you wake up, we, we, we have to move on. But you know, but you're right, though. I, I, met, I had an interaction with a homeless man one day. I was sitting at a red light in Baltimore City, downtown Baltimore City. And uh, by like uh, it was by uh, uh, University of Maryland Hospital. And I'm sitting at a red light and a guy says, I must have been beaten down. looking. I was in my work van and I just must have been had to spend a day. It was like summer. And he looks at me, he says, He's like, yeah, working hard or hardly working. And he's like, oh, he's like a crackhead, a white guy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, working hard today, man. He's like, working hard, man, quit that job. Be like me, be homeless. And he was dead serious. And yeah. he was happy as could be. Probably a little bit crazy. But the point is, you know, life is what you make of it. Yes. You are the the uh, sum of your of your own thoughts. I think you know? yeah, I think people need to find that e- either change their mindset or find that equilibrium of what makes, you know, obviously homelessness and all of that makes him happy. So he 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 matched his internal his soul desire with his environment. And that meant homelessness and just being out on the street and I'll away from society. I'll never forget that. Shout out. to We know you listen. <laughs> yeah, no, I've talked to a homeless man the same way. Remember? That's why we had that whole argument. You thought I was a terrible person. For what? When I said, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, people want to solve the homeless problem. And I was like, sometimes people want to be homeless. Well, I made it sound more prevalent than it was. Maybe John. Maybe it was John I, who made me feel bad like about me. it. Wrong guy. No, it was a podcast, and I've only done a podcast with either you or John, okay? So, So, wrong guy, right? I just saw my brain with the eye roll. Anyway. Um, So, I'm going to talk about the FDA, and then we got to move on to to artificial intelligence. Yeah, we need to talk about artificial intelligence. The FDA is the Food and Drug Administration. Obviously, they get lobbied by big food, by big pharma. Completely ridiculous. An absolute, just... we don't need the FDA. It is hell no. We I mean, don't. If you can't see the the potential for corruption here, I don't know what to tell you. I've been to the FDA. I have literally been in the building. Cheerios goes and says, "Hey, FDA, pass this, and we'll give you a bunch of money." Hey, <laughs> say that I can say sugar free on my can and actually put aspartame in it and give people all kinds of other diseases, <laughs> and we'll make sure you get a new lobby. And that's exactly what happens because FDA, FDA well, I think this was probably like five or six years ago, building a brand spanking new building just north of Washington, D.C. They have imported Italian furniture. First of all, this place is, I mean, you wouldn't believe how big this place is. You walk in, it looks like a five-star hotel. It looks like, like the Grand Opry, right, from in Tennessee? Yeah. You walk in, and it's like this oh. enormous lobby. They have koi ponds, not one koi pond, multiple koi ponds in this <laughs> So that when they're stressed out, they can go sit by the koi pond and contemplate their life. Imported Italian furniture. You just can't believe how good. And these people should work from home. So I lost track before I even got into politics. I'm talking I was, this was pre-college. We got to move on. I know. I'll say this real quick. I was studying kinesiology so I can get my personal training certification. And with that, we needed to study nutrition. 
And there I learned in that class that the nutrition labels are dependent on the, on the FDA, right? So she pulled out a can. I forget what it was, but it said zero grams of sugar per half a cup of this soup or whatever it was. And she goes, do you know why it's zero grams of sugar? Do you go, she goes, do you know how many grams of sugar is in this can? We all said zero. Because that's what the nutrition label says, right? She goes, no, it's actually 36 grams of sugar. We're like, what? What the hell are you talking about? She goes, according to the FDA, they changed the law and they change it every all the time, all the time. So that if the produce company, the ones that are producing the product, just change, you know, the, the serving size, they can report, say, say they have a 2.5 grams of sugar per serving. And they have to report it. So they'll just put 2.4. And then they can claim zero. So in in the entirety of the can, it's 36 grams of sugar. We're all like, that's insane. So I was like, that's manipulative deception lying. Manipulative, that's lying. That's deception. It's not manipulation, I'm sorry. It's deception. It's a lie. So I haven't trusted... Whatever their... uh, motivation is it's obviously evil the love of money is the root of all evil well you know shop around the outsides of a grocery store find your local farm the produce section the dairy section the meat section stay away from anything that comes in a box or a can if you can all right let's talk about ai uh so i've been scrolling tiktok lately admittedly and i've been getting ads on my feed for like these like AI girlfriends mm-hmm. like design a bot girlfriend and like they'll send you saucy pics and you can have conversations with them. This is this is my words. They said on the ad, we'll send you or like fiery or saucy pics, whatever it said. Right? I'm getting tons of these. I had to keep hitting not interested or whatever. I keep seeing this, right? I've showed you these. Yeah. I screen recorded these. One of them is like the bunny, like the the sexy bunny with yeah. like the, the cleavage. Yeah. And it's like she's in the stress. Dude, you saw that, right? Yes. It was weird, right? Depends on who yeah, it's weird. But but the motivation behind it is genius. Yeah. Well, we are absolutely going to be seeing grown men with AI you know, uh, video game girlfriends, girlfriends that are not real. They only exist on their cell phones, right? Yeah. And all they got to do is roll in metaverse and VR and that, uh, Elon Musk's, uh, Neuralink chip. And then boom, we're living in an entirely different reality. All right. Well, let's get, so in, that's let's a get summary. AI. So AI has freaked me out ever since college, ever since I learned an ounce of psychology because <sighs> AI Oh, gosh, I, I, I don't want to come in so hard, but in my opinion, AI can make you do anything you want or it oh, wants. Whoa, okay. well, AI slow, can make whoa, you do. Wow. A, you no, went from zero finish. to 100. Let's, I, I, let's ease into it. Good grief, lady. Let me explain. Let me go zero to 100 and then I'll slow down. Okay, fine. AI can make you do whatever it desires and make it feel by that it's by means of your own free will, but it will still achieve the behavior that it initially wanted you to behave in. 
let's go over some definitions. Okay. What is AI? What is artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence is, you know, code, coding, and it produces a result once it's once you code it with all of this knowledge, essentially. A equals B. Right. Meaning like, okay, uh, anger equals angry face. Um, sad equals tears. Uh, this situation. So let's talk about the why. Like why, why develop AI? Because you can, in my opinion, you can, you can, you can control his, you control, you can control every event from here on out if you perfect AI. Okay. But, but that's not why, you know, somebody went to Harvard and studied, you know, uh. Oh, because it's fascinating. Right. At a human level? At an average human level? So the the reason people explore AI from a non-conspiracy theorist standpoint, let's say you have a puzzle. And you can't solve the puzzle. You have all these pieces. You don't know where they go. But you submit that puzzle into an artificial intelligent, artificial intelligent app or whatever system. Yeah, coding system. It can instantly analyze, every, analyze everything and tell you where all the pieces go. Yeah. If you give it the ingredients, it will give you the recipe, right? Yeah, what you ask for. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's why we that's why we design AI. That's that's what we want from AI because we can give you the pieces, we can give you the knowledge. Maybe you can give us something that we're not seeing. So, okay, can I explain? Right, let me explain. Okay. No, you can't explain. This is your. So podcast. when I was in college, I had this professor who I, I I really liked this professor, and he was writing his dissertation, and his dissertation essentially it was inspired by NASA in a NASA research lab where he wanted to create, instead of using real human beings, he wanted to program four different personalities. The goal was to send two uh, Russians and two American people, which is a real, a real uh, thing. I don't know what's going on with that, but I, I am aware of that lab. Two Russians and two Americans in, uh, on a space exploration to Mars. So essentially what he was doing, instead of, you know, putting actual two Russians and two Americans into a fake spacecraft for three months and seeing how they interact with each other and seeing what types of personality traits are essential and uh, preferential to achieve the mission's plan, is all he had to do is create a program where he, he programmed four different types of personalities, traits, with over 350 variables and see how they interacted. And if you change the, the variables, you would the AI would be able to predict the best outcome and how these four individuals are able to interact with each other and able to, in order to complete the mission. Right. Most effectively. You're trying to come up with the best team. Yes. Using, you know, you're submitting all the information you have. Basically, is making a human being in our decision-making, our feelings, our thoughts... Our values, our morals, our political values, and he created them. You know, he created them in this. Um, they're they're not real humans. They're AI, right? And once you teach that to AI, say say you gave an AI program and I, it, everything, every tiny little thing about you, and it watched you for what like three years maybe to see how you react in every situation, it will start to like. 
understand you, become you, be able to act like you, be able to predict you. Be able to impersonate you. Be able to impersonate you. Um, you seen down that, to right? The voice record, the voices. Yes. So they they can use right now. They can use artificial intelligence to replicate your own voice. Right, well, okay, let's talk about um, and Holly, make, Hollywood and AI right now, and make you call your family members. So so yes, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. tell. So because that's creepy. So the, the, this, there have been instances of this. A girl calls her mother in distress. You know, I've been kidnapped or whatever, they're, and they're asking for a ransom. And the voice is so is so good and so clear and so compelling. It sounds so much like them because it is them. And not a only that, a computer has mimicked their voice. Not only that, when you get the phone call, it's their caller ID and the picture that you have for them that pops up. It looks completely normal. But listen, you watched Terminator and Terminator Two not too long ago. Yeah. A robot impersonating a loved one's voice. Yes. Do wow. you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And when was that film made? Wolfie's doing just fine, sweetie. Yeah. It was the 80s. Yeah, see? Or, yeah, late 80s. See, so they, they don't 90s. tell us what they've been creating for decades. So when you first hear about it, like, if some, you know, the cloning of the lamb was, what, 1960s or something like that? <laughs> you think they just stopped that? No, they didn't. Well, they don't stop what anything. did you send me earlier? What? No, you were telling me about it. They're fusing... Okay, so yeah. So apparently... It's over. It's over. Look, head for the hills. Um, Shut it down. Australian dish brain. Dish brain. So, you know. So um, there's literally like a, a, a consciousness living yeah. in a Petri dish. Aus- yeah, Petri dish. Australian dish brain researchers receive more than... F- oh, no. Oh, yeah. Receive more than $400,000 to merge AI with human brain cells. So, essentially, what they're doing is cultivating the human brain cells. That's not a lot. For 400000 For merging human brain cells with a computer. For, like. for one research lab is all it really takes. It, it, doesn't, need to, it doesn't need to be worldwide right now. Really? It tells but Zelensky it doesn't that. matter. What they're doing is... is it's a good thing Zelensky's not doing God. these tests. <laughs> They're playing God, and not only that, so MK Ultra is a real thing. Um, what Wikipedia will tell you is that they were, uh, and this is like brain control or mind control, right? Where where they use like high doses of LSD and all this different stuff, but it goes way beyond that because our brains are electricity, right? So I've seen a monkey in a cage, and I've seen them increase the... Um, frequency in the box that he was trapped the radio in radio waves yeah or yeah. microwaves yeah yeah and the monkey starts freaking out going ape shit going crazy right and then they low it down and it's all chill it's all chill it's relaxed i mean the, our brain is electricity that's what neuron firing right, and is. again it's not like they they turned something on and made the monkey mad and then they turned it off and then it wasn't mad anymore yeah they turned it up and made his made his mood angry, yeah. and then turned it to well, something they manipulated else, his and they made waves. his mood chill. They manipulated his brain waves, and we react to our brain waves. I don't, like, I don't, I don't want baby. I don't want people to think of it as on and off. I wanted to think of it as a spectrum, and they're they're mani- yes. manipulating that spectrum, right? Yeah. So if our brain waves are going like this, do 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 do, do and then they're going like this, we're going to be reacting completely different, right? Even heat makes us react differently. Our, it's not Makes that you difficult. react differently, that's for sure. It does. It's literally proven. Chase was a crab earlier today. 
he made me a crab. No, anyway. I didn't. So AI, <laughs> we're, we're, we shouldn't even have gone into AI because it's like at least a 30 minute conversation. Like how no, we we're had. We're doing fine. We got time. Okay. Man, we don't have that much time. Come on, let's get to it. All right. Well, so AI is uh, essentially imagine every piece of information that's ever been produced by a human being. I'm talking about, you know, people go through four years of college in order to get a bachelor degree. And essentially what they're doing is learning information to get that bachelor degree. And then they go through another two to four years for their master's and maybe two to six years, sorry, for their master's and PhD. Okay. AI doesn't need that. It can learn it instantaneous, instantaneously, especially if you teach the AI how to retrieve and um, adapt that information. So imagine just one being with the knowledge of every PhD that exists in the entire universe. And you can up the, up, upload uh, you can upload that within infinite a, information. It takes not only to does do it this. not only is it capable of categorizing it like, you know, by discipline. It's also able to connect between discipline and it's also able even able to categorize it on a timeline. And it never makes mistakes and it's got photographic memory and it knows every single thing. Yeah. And it never forgets any details. So if anybody that's ever played chess, that's ever played a computer program at chess, you play the chess, you play the computer program all the way cranked up to level 10, you don't stand a chance. A million out of a million times, you will lose by a landslide. You will never even put up a decent fight against the computer. That goes for me, it goes for Chase, it goes for astrophysicists, it goes for Neil deGrasse Tyson, it goes for savants, anybody. It does not matter. Humans cannot compete intellectually with artificial intelligence. Especially if it knows everything and anything it or I'm sorry, with knows computers. about psychology. And I'm not even just talking about journal articles. I'm talking about it learns the scientific method. Well, so I'm sorry. Go ahead. So when it learns the scientific method, it can conduct its own experiments. So when we go on social media and we record videos of ourselves or we like a video, it's collecting data on us. It can easily collect data on us, on you as an individual. And uh, how you would react to different stimuli, how you would think, how you, what emotions that you would have, and then therefore how you would behave. And it could essentially just, if you, if you put into an AI, hey, I want so-and-so's husband to cheat on his wife and say it's a very loyal man. It's going to utilize every single piece of data on that man, what provokes him to like a certain video, how he reacts to certain videos, all of that. And it's also, so, so I said, I said this to Ben because I was like, we've had this conversation. Yeah, yes. we, we've, we've had this conversation. And then I said to him, not only would it provoke that man's, not only would it, would it try to trigger the response from the man, but it would also go to the wife, but it would be a two, it would be, they would attack you from every angle possible. Mm-hmm. May every I, angle. Po- yeah, go ahead. So let's say, the powers that be, and when I, you know, this is a conspiracy theory, but 
let's say artificial intelligence is used for bad, right? Again, we've defined artificial intelligence as, you know, something we want to submit all the information we have and see if it can come up with different solutions to problems that we have, right? Mm -hmm. It seems like a very great thing, right? Your cure for cancer. Right. Your motto is that if it's anything can be good unless it's in the wrong hands. That's yes. what you say. So if if it's in the wrong hands and it's used for bad, say, and this is just an example, artificial intelligence or somebody who controls the artificial intelligence wants me to cheat on Chase. So it starts sending me thirst traps, thirst traps on my on my feed. That's number one. Attack is social media feed, right? All right, but I'm not really on social media much. Okay. So. I said for, I said, this is what I said. I said, okay, now it's going to go to me. And it's going to start showing me videos, showing me content that Make aggravates Chase me. act like a bitch. Not only that, track my purchases and to pinpoint when I'm on my cycle. It's going to figure out when I'm in my cycle and I'm in my prime mode of being just, you know, a biatch. Okay. Then it's going to provoke me with, you know, all of these videos that piss me off, make me mad at Ben. Right. But there's a third. There's a third. Of that. So artificial intelligence knows your social media. It knows that there might be people that might be into you. It can tell if there's some girl that's been stalking my profile over and over again. Or some dude that's been stalking Chase's profile over and over again. So at the same time, it's feeding Chase, or it's feeding me to a girl that wants me. While it's feeding Chase information to make her seem like a bitch to me. While at the same time, it's feeding me information that would make me desire somebody besides Chase. Not that that's possible. But you have to understand, it has literally infinite knowledge. Or rather, its knowledge is not limited by human beings. So, I don't know if you guys have seen that video of this couple. They were using an infrared light and they saw a flash (laughs) from their iPhone every five seconds. It flashed as if it took a picture of their face. So, that is collecting emotional data. Because our faces, especially when we're but alone... not just emotional data. It's tracking the entire room you're in. It's taking a sonar image yeah. Yeah. of everything around and you. And not only that, it knows where your location is. Tell them the example with the car. You see those, those encyclopedias? The car and the truck. Those encyclopedias behind you? Yeah. You see how the covers of them, they're embossed? Like, if, if you were blind, you could swipe that and, and tell that it said encyclopedia on the binder of it? Really? Your camera picks that up not only if it was pitch black your camera would be able to pick that yeah up. yeah 100 percent. the shadows and everything yeah talking about the shape of so, it, the shape of the binder so i don't think people understand the full capability of artificial intelligence and how i mean i'm i'm not even a part of i'm not an evil person but i like to put my shell uh, myself in the shoes of evil people so i could try to figure out their next move, right? So if you take something good and try to make it the most evil, what would it look like? That's artificial intelligence. You can use use artificial artificial intelligence to discover a pattern between how people develop cancer and then develop a pattern between how people are cured for cancer 
in between different subjects and whatnot, discover the pattern, and give a solution. Or, you can use it for evil. How do you get people to... to Radicalize people, get people out in the streets, get people burning cop cars. That's what I to say, start rioting. All kinds of stuff. So... We already know that the AI is being used to like it's it's generating art, right? So things are going to be replaced by AI. Um, you know, girlfriends are going to be replaced by AI for a lot of people for a for a a subsector of the population. Yeah. They are creating songs through AI. So this somebody said it told Chad GTP or whatever it is some equivalent. Take Kanye West and make him sing this Christmas song, and it did, and it was perfect. Mm-hmm. So they're they're already generating, uh, f- you know, like videos through AI. You know, show me a picture of like like Bible verses for one. Like draw an image for this Bible verse. Yeah. So we're gonna start seeing fake videos of people, deep fakes. We're things. gonna start seeing fake people. So I don't know if you're on this trend on TikTok right now, but there's this trend where you go, you utilize this app that uses. AI and you take a picture of yourself, your face, whatever, and then it artificially creates LinkedIn profile professional pictures. And there's all these people they look like to the nines, closed fitting, they all dress well, perfectly groomed, all, all of it. And we're gonna get to a point in here, right now where you can't tell what's real and what's fake. Where nothing is real. You can't tell, and that is why. Just a little side note of current events. Um, following Sound of Freedom, Hollywood is revolting right now. Or, or they're on strike. Good. Because they are against chat GDP. Oh, G- yeah, GDP, yeah, right. Which I don't blame blame them. I'm, I'm against that too. But they're saying, I don't know. On last episode, we had a conversation about Sound of Freedom. And, uh, and we were talking about how people can be... Uh, blackmailed even if they didn't do anything wrong because they could use AI to make it look like they did something wrong? Well, guess what? The opposite side of that is somebody could actually be doing something wrong and it's a real legit video and they can say it was AI. There's two sides of that story. So it's going to... We're We're about to enter a generation from here on out where it's going to be really difficult to decipher truth. I that's wrong. I mean, hopefully there would have to be a digital paper trail, right? Like, um, I mean, for, I'm not, a I mean, we're going to have to figure it but out for lack of a better description, like an IP address for the video. Like this was generated by something. Okay. Well then now you're talking about an infringement on privacy. You're going to, you're, you're talking, you're talking like that one bill that they're trying to pass where it's like, Oh, you have to upload your, your driver's license before you get a, Oh, yeah. A social media account. We'll, get to that. We'll, we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah, but, but but I'm saying, like, everything, everything that is happening from every single avenue is going to take more and more control from us, from whatever reason. And it, to some extent, you're like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense, you know? But it's not like it's just like, oh, climate change. Oh, just COVID is taking all of this control away from us. No, it's going to be from every single angle so that you can't piece it together immediately you're a human being you're not ai right right that's in three dimensions that's not that's not not 360 degrees it's like whatever however many degrees is like from every single angle we're playing we're playing a game that we've never even been taught 
with the government. We don't even know that we're in this game. The we're method- just trucking along. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, one of the one of the good lines from Jurassic Park is the mathematician talking to the professor about, you know, they were so interested in whether they could do it, they didn't stop and think whether they should. And there are a lot of scientists out there that have the best intention, intentions with AI. Again, you give it all the pieces, you give it all the information we have and see if it can come up with different solutions. And what we've talked about is just the, the, the cultural aspect of it, right? And, it, you know, it, it deals with control a little bit, control of the population, manipulation of the population, absolutely. But what do you talk about when you talk about actual like an existential crisis for humans, which damn it, I forgot to mention something. That's okay. Maybe we'll get to it another time. Say you have a, an artificially intelligent, uh, entity, whether it be a little tiny robot or a computer program that controls like an arm or something like that. And they're playing with this in the lab. And, there's, you know, the, 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 the robot's task is to, you know, put the blocks in the bucket and that's it. When, once the blocks are in the bucket, you destroy it. The, the, or the, uh, scientist hits the button to destroy the robot. End it. Right. The program's complete. It completed its task. But with artificial intelligence, that robot can become what they call self-aware. Mm-hmm. So it knows that once the task is complete, it will be destroyed. It will be destroyed. Its task is completed. It will be destroyed. So if they become self-aware, if they understand the idea of self-preservation, which they are currently teaching artificial intelligence, if an artificially intelligent robot becomes self-aware and understands the concept of self-preservation, now it it's now its job is no longer to put the blocks in the in the bucket. Now its job has been rewritten by itself. It rewrote its own programming and its programming says, prevent you from hitting that button. <laughs> and if it means taking the button away from you, that's one thing. But if it, mean, if it means destroying you so that you can't hit that button, that's where we're headed. And this is a lot closer than most people. I know this sounds insane. This sounds like, Terminator 2, you know, whatever. Doesn't even sound insane. But we are so much closer to that than any than, than most people realize. Yeah. What they are doing with artificial intelligence right now, they are uploading every single piece of human knowledge. Yep. Every single second of the day. And it's learning about us. Mm-hmm. And it's... See, once you teach it how to retrieve information... That's where the problem gets. That that's where the problem comes. You te- so so I always say that you know when people say oh do your own research figure it out yourself you can't say that because it took me freaking a month in total to like figure out how to operate uh, the FBI dot gov or you know the U.S. Courts of Appeal dot gov. It's not easy to operate. The second you or. You teach AI how to retrieve information. It'll retrieve it all. It won't need human beings to upload this information. AI has the... Elon Musk said it best. Uh, You know, when you pave a driveway and there's an anthill in the way, 
You just pave right over it, but you you destroy an entire civilization. It's not because you hated ants. It's not because you hated the ants. It's just because you needed a task to be completed. Right. And when AI says, we're going to destroy humanity, (laughs) it's not because it hates humans. It's because we just happen to be in the way. Yeah. So, look, ladies and gentlemen, best I can tell you is get your minds right. Get healthy. If you smoke, quit smoking. If you drink too much, stop drinking so much. Get in shape. Gain clarity. Understand what's ahead because everything that lies ahead of us is going to take your 100% effort. Everything you have is going to be needed. You need to rest up for what is coming. (laughs) And I don't mean to be so doom and gloom, but Lord Almighty, what's in store for humanity I hope I'm not around to see it. But with that said, we'll see you next week. Everything you do, go forth, do it for the glory of God, and never, ever stop. Amen. Thanks for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe and rate the podcast. We'll see you on the next one.